Say it again. <laughs> no, guys, that's not Ray. He's not. He's not having a, a moment there. I don't even want to go there. Uh, he's <laughs> like the old. What they used to call it? The old thing, funk. The what? That's that James Brown. The James Brown. Get him with it. How was that concert back in the day, though? Damn. <laughs> Just kidding! Wow, man! Right out, and it is Friday. Welcome back. I mean, right, man. No, actually, no, 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 not out the gate. But were you there, gates back then? Okay, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding, man. It's welcome back, man. It's uh, it's uh, Friday, so I guess you guys wonder we're not having a um, we don't actually have a a review today, but it's it's good to see you guys and actually be back. Um, dang, two shows in, huh? Back and better than ever. Ah, yeah, we're back. We'll see if we're better. I don't know if we're rusty. I don't know. I'm a little rusty. It's a little rust. It's a little, it's a little, little rust. Because, you know, bike, I haven't hit the Friday. Yeah, yeah you haven't. Rusty. Yeah, you yeah. you are rusty. Rusty. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get you some some uh, lemon water, some hot lemon tea, uh, some tea with lemon in it. There you go. There we go. That's that's what works, what works with the uh, vocalist. You know, <clears throat> uh, I felt that. There though. you go. There, there you go, go bro. That was, that was, that was James Brown-ish. That was. I was James Brownish for real. Okay. I was like channeling you channeling him right now. 89, 89. I'm feeling that. Yeah. 81, 81 James Brown. Ish. <laughs> when he's 81. Uh, when he's 81. Uh, that's when they had him on ice for a few days. Damn. I'm kidding. Yo, can you believe they had that dude's body like 3 months on ice or something when they were fighting over his estate? No, I did not know that. Really. Yeah, man. James Brown was frozen for a long time. Why they had him on ice for like Cuz the they were family was fighting over his estate, man. So what does it got to do with his estate? Uh, because it, I mean, the your family controls the rights of your body. <laughs> so yeah, man. Hey, it's good to have a will because if you don't, somebody will literally will control. Trust yep, will trust and control how you you how you want to go. I mean, if you want to be cremated, or you want to be on ice, or you want to you know, or you want to be used as a, a science project, man. You donate your body to science. Hey. Anyone that's next to kin can control what you uh what you uh how you end up. How you up. want your body to be taken care of. Well, how they want your body to be taken care of. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty morbid. Waiting. A real bleak hey, I was just saying he brought that up. He brought James Brown. Who brought James Brown? I didn't. I just brought some I mean, knowledge he to was you. Channeling James. You yeah, I was just trying to you tell you. That. That but the man fun. was on ice. I was just trying to give you some facts. The dude was on ice months. <laughs> I watched the film because Chadwick, Chadwick, he did a good job on that. You guys ever seen the bring feel it? Was it funk? What was it called? I didn't really like it that much. You didn't because uh, you because you, you knew the original. I'm <laughs> 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 just kidding, man. Just kidding. But it feels good to be back. Why did you like it though? Tell us. Tell us. I don't, you know the problem was what's that? Chad, what you know, he was doing too many things. Like he was Jackie Robinson. He was uh, this other like he played too many oh different my characters. Gosh. I just didn't like that. So you, I thought the same thing, but you know what? I did like his. I I did. I thought, oh, this is gonna be terrible. No, it was great. Kate and I actually talked about that the other day. We we're like, mm-hmm. there's this other show right now that just popped on as as a, a, a I don't know what what's a black. It's a lot of black actors, and I'm like, oh my god, all they do is recycle the same black actors. All I see is Lauren Chestnut as someone all the time now on TV shows. Um, you, uh, you talking about Morris Chestnut? Morris yeah. Chestnut, the guy you look like. Yeah. yeah. Jeff looked like Lor- Lawrence, Lawrence. Was it Morris or Norris? Uh, Lauren? I'm not, I'm not even going to tell you. Morris <laughs> Chestnut. And he like a mixture between that and, and, and Denzel from Glory. <laughs> from Glory, right? 
Oh my lord, oh no. Denzel from Glory. Bro, that was his breakout. Yo, when he was getting whooped, he was like, yo. The way that dude made that tear come out when he was getting whooped came right out, dude. I felt that too. Yo. (laughs) Come on, sir. Yes, sir. He went with some shoes. Yo, yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yo, and Morgan Freeman, his old ass. Morgan Freeman is like, it's like a cruel, he's got like, you know how they say the black don't crack. Morgan Freeman is like, it's like a cruel hoax. Like a vampire got him right after his prime. Like he was 50 years old and a vampire got him like, ha ha, you're going to be old forever. Ah. Well, uh, he's an old man forever. He's still I, know. 50. I swear I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Andy, my friend Andy my said. Man. You better leave my man. Bro, bro, bro yo, what's it, bro? What, was it uh, Redemption? No, Shawshank Redemption? Oh, yeah. My friend Andy, if I can be with Andy. <laughs> My good friend. <laughs> Dude, I'm trying to tell you. The dude's a vampire. We're going to find out one day. He's either a vampire or he's God. <laughs> I, can't, cannot. I am God. And Andy is my son. Reg is in a rear. It's uh, Friday. Yeah, it is, it's right? It, it, it absolutely Friday. is Friday. Uh, <laughs> but, yo, how was your week? How you guys' weeks been? Week, been Or weeks, because it's been weeks, months. Same as always. Just busy. Busy. Life. Life. Work. Work. No play? Bro, you've been playing at LA Fitness. What are you talking about? Um, I'm playing I'm playing with Little Ray, so that's work. That's work? Why? You got to teach him? You know, yeah, it's always about training. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yo, he was like, yo, I at least love when Ray came in to, to LA Fitness because he was like, you, you always reminded me of um, Isaiah Thomas because they were like the same height. <laughs> and nah, you just remind me because like the point, bar, point guard skill and he had that IQ. So I, I love playing with you. That's why I was like, oh, you know, when you came in, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Ah, uh, until Ray's head blew up. <laughs> and then little Ray Ray turned into MJ. He had, he, he I was had like, energy yo, and then he turned into Jordan. I was like, yo, <laughs> let me get the last shot, Ray. He was like, no, I got I got this. I'm like, what? Yo, all I heard was, there's no team and I, what? What the hell is this man talking about? Turning to Kobe, what? I said, nobody even sent it to you. Give me the ball, what? Is he the one that forced you into retirement? I had to retire, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, yo, Ray is. enough room on the court for both of you? Not the egos, man. <laughs> you know, it was like it was like Shaq and, and Penny, like Anthony Hardaway. I had to like I let him go. I was like, uh, L.A., please, peace. I didn't even realize on L.A. Fitness. I was like, oh, can I get the L.A. LA Fitness? Um, but yeah, it was good. But uh, what about you, Jeff? Ah, uh, man, same deal here. You know, it's uh, it's work, it's family, uh, busy projects, a little bit of travel. It's 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 been a good blend. Travel. Life. Speaking of travel, you said this off the of air. Yeah, you didn't mention this before on the Monday. What uh, that we pre-recorded? You, you guys know how it works here. You traveled recently. Yeah. Tell like, us. Uh, last weekend, I was actually with your brothers. You know, my brothers, uh, your brothers, uh, and that's you know, that's that that's the ER guys, not the A H. Right. That's no, the like, real, bro- like real, real brothers. Real brothers. Yeah, real brothers. <laughs> With your brothers, My, yeah, your brothers. Yes, um, yeah. We went out to uh, to DR, Dominican Republic, for a couple of days. Nice. Uh, spent the weekend out there. Yeah. Uh, we were wined and dined. Stayed Ooh. in a super nice spot. Nice. You know, um, a luxury spot. You know, on on site chef cooked for us three times okay. a day. You so know. you you weren't poisoned like like those other tourists were. No, back in the day. man. This was an excellent experience. And if anybody's looking to get away for a little bit. You know, the uh, pricing, both tickets is, and stay in Punta Cana, it's, it, it can be a little pricey. But what you say? Punta what? Punta Cana. Punta. It wasn't Punta a bad word? Punta. No. 
He's saying punta, not puta. Oh my gosh, Ray! Damn, bro, I didn't know you were Americano. <laughs> um, go ahead, brother. What you saying? But yeah, no, like, put the It's like one of their tourist destinations. Oh, okay, and it's it's really nice. So you know, as far as like feeling safe, you yeah, know, they've got a, a security guard. Awesome. You know, um, and it's like this huge resort complex. You know, multiple access to beaches. It's really, really good time. It was, it was a fun couple of days. Yeah, so y'all but, was balling, huh? Huh? Y'all were balling out. I mean, we was fake balling. Yeah, that's you know, how it, we, we was. We was uh, faking it till we make it. Nah, but hey, that's how you gotta moment, do. It. Yeah, in the moment, no one could tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he's uh, like, yo, we here, we belong. You know? But yo, like, but but the reason for the trip was it a vacation? You got to specify what ah, it was so for. It was, it was a bachelor party ah. for your brother. Oh, and he's getting married. Yo, so my brother's getting married on the thirtieth. That's right. Shout out, you know, to uh, Richard. Congratulations on this next and step, Miranda. Man, this next so you didn't go to your brother's bachelor party. Ah, uh, no, nah, man, you weren't invited. I wasn't invited. No. <laughs> I wasn't invited, man. No, uh, no, we had I had other pressing issues, like I told you guys before. Um, yeah, my, my brother in law passed away. That's right. Um, so that was uh, that hit deep, deep, man. Um, still recovering from that, and uh, just a lesson to you guys, man. Love, love. Uh, hey, t- just pick up the phone, tell the person you you are quarreling with you're arguing with you love them even if you guys hate each other send them a text there's so many ways to communicate with people these days i feel that there's no excuse not to um uh to avoid them you know what i mean you can send something and leave leave that let that be their let that be their regret they didn't respond to your text but don't let that be your regret you didn't send a text you know what i mean it's funny you say that did any of you guys see uh this was just in passing i was on ig And I guess I saw a little interview with Mike Tyson where he was talking to, oh, for the life of me, I'm not, remember, I, I'm not remembering who it was, but he was basically asking him, okay, well, what happens when, you know, uh, you're over someone, like, you know, you kind of get into a spat or maybe they do you wrong. Yeah. The dude was like, yo, I check out, like, I'm good, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And Mike had a really interesting take on it. He mm-hmm. was just like, you know what, that person is not your master. He's like, what does that mean? Like, uh-huh. I'm going to be my master. I'm done with him. I cut him off. He's like, that person forced you to alter your behavior. They mm-hmm. control you. They are your master because you changed how you normally would move because of that person. Wow. I was like, wow, that that's is deep. super that's, deep. That's Mike Tyson. Right? That was, that's what I said. Bro, that's he's more wise than you like, think, man. It's crazy. His stuff recently, man. Like, hey, he, you know he has that, you know, that weed factory. Well. Yeah, he does have that, but yeah. I, I think... You know he's been he's been um, stereotyped so long. We we just picture him just being this you know uh, lack no, of a better term Mike, dumb jock or something. But he's he even was a Muslim. He's a Muslim. So Mike is one of you know like the theme, and then we've covered this a lot quite a bit. Since okay, we, we started doing this is just growth, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. You yeah. know Mike of back in the day where his mind was at and what was his focus has you know definitely changed, and I yeah. think as one part just. You know, the humbling of where his career was versus where it went um, and then just natural growth. And, man, it's really good to see him in, you know, like this new this new light. And it's maybe not a new light for the people closest to him, but you're yeah. right. Like he's it, it's it's stepping outside of that, that stereotype, like that that vision we have of who he was versus who he is. And you've seen the cameos like the cameos. I think the thing with him that made him have a comeback was uh, the hangover, right? 
That was one right. of them. That was that. That's basically what put him back on the comeback trail, and that, then he, and he had a stand up. He did a stand up. Well, he was that was really, really good, good and funny. Good. About his life. Yes, right? that was yeah. hilarious. That was I couldn't believe he was up at. Yeah, he sweated like a mofo, but he was great. And what was and, uh, even better about that, that was not only the stand up, but when you got to see behind the scenes on like the toll it takes on him and uh, yeah. all the things that go into like getting him to where he needs to be and how just the normal everyday struggles of someone, you know, like you just, it, it for me, it just helped me connect on a whole nother level. But you're right. That, that, that standup was huge. I watched an interview with him about the talking about boxing, about the history of other boxers from yeah. the past. And his knowledge was better than anyone I've ever seen. As far as the history of like the old time boxer, has to be like he knew them like, like he was looking at like like listening to Google. Yeah, yeah. Like he knew everything. But because about he's, them, their you gotta study, yeah. you gotta but, study the great, bro. I mean, he did. I mean, he knew them just like their movements, what they, how they, how they saw other opponents. I mean, he knew the history of them. You know, the super impressive thing about that stand up was not only the real life stories that he told that help you relate, but even when you got to see the behind the scenes stuff on like his connection with, I believe, his wife at the time, which I think mm. they're still married, right? Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. sure. I'm not sure. Uh, but like the prep and stuff that it took um, to kind of get him ready to go out there and do the show. And then you hear for him how, you know, that wasn't easy either. Like mm-hmm. it really helped identify. It helped me like really identify like, wow, like this is a, this, this is just a normal everyday dude. Yeah. He's iron Mike and he yeah. didn't knock any one of us out, but like he goes through some of the same mental progression um, and and fears and issues that any one of us would go through, and it just it just made it super relatable. Like I really enjoyed that stand up. Yeah, he was vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's the oh, main thing. Exactly. He was vulnerable. He was out of his natural element, where right. he's not in the ring, ready to. As he said in the interview before, uh, he said, "I'll eat your children." Right. You know, craziness. Mm. It was just him. Yeah. Being open, uh, sharing uh, stuff that he usually doesn't share on a normal basis, and it was good to see him doing that. I think. Uh, I think we're attracted to that. Like you just said, I think we're attracted to vulnerability. I I think that's becoming more attractive. I think maybe that's the new norm with social media being so vulnerable, showing our true sides that people are like, I can relate to that. Oh, remember they said mental health was was, was uh, always pushed in the back, even even for um, you know um, law enforcement or whatever. When they dealt with it, they they would pick up you know alcohol or whatever and deal with it. But now it, they put that to the forefront as far as, hey, mental health is important and it's an actual thing. So people expressing that, like, oh, I can relate to that person. Like Jeff was just saying, I can relate that, oh, Mike Tyson has anxiety. He has this or whatever, and he needs he's a normal person. Like he doesn't wake up and says, I have this confidence. No, I have so much fears. I have so much anxiety. I have so much things that I have to deal with on top of being who I'm supposed to be, on top of being the heavyweight champion of the world when I was. When I was. So it's the relatability, it's the vulnerability that we can see that now we can, so there's a beauty to social media and it is a, and there's a darkness to social media. The the beauty is we can identify, we can relate to these people now. Like, oh shoot, these people, they, they, you know, they face what we have. Okay. Yeah. They don't have, so not all of them have silver spoons or if they had a silver spoon, they still have problems. Or you you can look at it as far as they, we saw them as, as superheroes but yeah. then you see that they're human just like us. Absolutely. And if yeah. they can overcome their fears, their anxiety and stuff, we can we can also do it as well. 
Right. Or if they're dealing with lows and struggles and troubles, then you know what? We're not alone. Like, yeah. you know what? Listen, this 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 guy has a social profile and a, and a physique that could take out, you know, 60% mm-hmm. of the people. Exactly. And he's dealing with some of the same stuff I'm dealing with. You know what? You know, there's, there's, there's support in that, you know? Right. Absolutely. And speaking of, uh, that brings us to the next um, topic is mental health. So dealing with the whole Gabby Petito, hoping pronouncing your name right what what do you guys think about this whole um because this has to do with social media this has to do I mean, that's why that's who all is getting involved that's why it's also getting so much publicity is because of social media because she was a presence online and she you know she was going to document her her, her journey um with her boyfriend or fiance well we're figuring out that the the, the relationship was no longer from what i've heard it was to like re- salvage the relationship, but they their the engagement was off. But anyway, so they were having issues that we didn't know about until now. Until now, now. so but is it, but isn't that how uh, most relationships are? Kind of like you know, with social media, you make things look perfect you because absolutely, face. you know, and, and plus she had a she had a brand as well. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a brand where she was selling the look of. Uh, vacations, traveling, living a good life. Um, it, it probably would not have been great, yeah, to have the garbage uh, put up front. But at the same time, the question is, why was Gabby's uh, story so important? Um, it's a combination of her her following, yeah. Uh, number one, yeah. Number two, I mean, she was a cute uh, Caucasian girl. Okay. And um people like sad stories. I mean, people mm. like drama. They do. Mm. Now, um there are other stories out there where people are missing or haven't been heard from that get no attention. The reason why, I mean, that's I don't know if that's for me to answer, but uh we all have our opinions on why and um I just want to say that um uh, for me personally, yeah. Um I think it's more of a uh um it's more of a color thing to be honest. Okay. Well, I can I can see that. I I no, I can definitely see that and and I, I agree with that. And I want to say, you know, her situation is sad. Of course. Yeah. I I don't wish it upon anyone at all, not at all. But there are so many people of color who are not even mentioned when they go missing at all or even they don't get the same kind of support. Uh, the outcry, uh, the help. I mean, they got the FBI involved. Yeah. Well, I think the FBI involved because it crossed state lines, too. I think, you know, that's the protocol for it. So, first and foremost, my heart goes out to her family. Um, As a father, as a sibling, um, I can't even begin to imagine what they're going through, you know, like just, just the pain, the uncertainty, the questions. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm sending, I'm sending good energy and prayers and I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, they, they can find some level of peace as they, as they deal with this ordeal because it, it feels like we're, we're just, we're just getting into the nitty gritty of this situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that said, I, I don't believe that her family 
should at all feel some kind of way because people are looking at the type of publicity it's getting. If it was my child, I'd want it screamed from the mountaintops. Matter of fact, I'd want you yeah. know my child's picture on the space station if I could get it on there because I want everybody to SpaceX. be out there looking. Yes, yes. Send it up, send it up with with, yeah. with, with um, Elon's rocket. I want the world to see it. That said, I think taking the approach of oh well, you know what? It kind of got the the publicity it did because she had followers. I think that's something we say to, you know, maybe make ourselves feel better. The truth mm-hmm. is, if you just look through history when it comes to missing individuals, um, historically speaking, yeah. you know, who tends to get a national APB put out versus who doesn't, I think the numbers will show otherwise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, you could take that and, and move it and do what you want with it. But if we're just operating off of facts and history and, you know, even situations that's going on right now um, of people that, you know, have been on social media platforms, you know, you know, begging and pleading for some help for their missing children and it didn't even get a fraction of, you know, the 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 publicity that this situation did. It's a shame. I know we can't do it for everyone. Um, I just wish that we saw a better mix of how it how that urgency and how those resources get applied. And you know, it just doesn't feel like that's what's happening right now. But speaking of, you, you touched on a great point right there. Speaking of, as far as social media, social media has now put that um, capability, that power into the people's hands now. So it's because a lot of attention of things that have happened, speaking of, you know, last year or what, uh, the I'm George Floyd. I'm social media. I'm talking about main media. Oh, no, no. Main media, main media has main been media the gatekeepers. Rules, no, no, has right? been the gatekeepers. But social media is now becoming, um, getting more notice, more notoriety, more credibility than it used to. Because a lot of these these media, um, media outlets are actually using the social media, um, what they bring to light, especially with this this Gabby thing. They brought some things to light, and you see the main uh, media start covering what a TikToker says about the case or brings up a some you know something about it. Like you had someone saying someone created a just speaking of someone created a a, a, a fake account for Gabby. Saying, "Oh, I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I'm whatever. I just needed a break. I'm, I'm so and so forth. Please stay off the laundry thing. You know, their family. You know, let them rest." And then someone, you know, a TikToker came and she was like, "Yo, what was this?" And she was like, "You know, she did her research. She was like, this sounds to me like, you know, it's either someone that knows the family or it is the family because it, to me, I'm a mom." And she was like, uh, "You know, as a mom, I would do anything for my kid and say so and so forth so to take the energy off." So they found out. She did a research. She did some crap, but she like missing, forgotten password. And then she saw that they had an email that had Gabby and they put the birthday, you know, the year, the Gmail. And then she did some other research and the phone number goes to the phone number. Then the last letters of the phone number are 57. And she did some phone checkup thing. I mean, this is the, the world we live in where these, these people are just tech savvy. And then she looked, you know, um, the numbers for the Lowry's. And sure enough, the mom ending in 57, not saying it's her, but the number ended in 57 that she had associated with the the 
Instagram account. So you're saying that a TikToker did all this? A TikToker did all this. But I'm just saying because they watch the catfish shows and stuff, and they give them all these these, they have all these resources now, so you're not catfished. That sounds a little little. I about to say the other thing too. Is keep in mind, social media is also it's at the core. Yeah. It's clickbait. It's, it's oh, absolutely. Much like our, it's it's much like our main media. What can I say or do to get someone to click on my page or take a look at my post or like my post or follow me? Yeah. So, you know, I have I have um, limited faith okay. in our main media and I have even less faith <laughs> oh, wow. in standard social media because there's too many people on there that are opportunistic just looking for. Uh, a way to draw you in, you know, whether it be, re- and, and if you take a look at it, it's true, re- whether we're talking politics, yeah. religion, health, there's so much craziness out there. It's really hard to distinguish fact from fiction. And a lot of it is just about trying to draw you in. So, I mean, that may, that may very well be true, but I approach that with a grain of salt. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of stuff is attention grabbing or who can be, who can go viral next. Uh, absolutely opportunist. Uh, like you're saying, um, but like you said, some some of them are some of them are are, are good. Um, I suspect if that's the truth, we're gonna find it when as as we get more details on what's gonna transpire well, with this investigation. That's gonna probably well from 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 what I've seen as far as the the family's action, um, it doesn't seem far fetched. I mean, the guy. So let's a say lack for of instance, action is not is is not an action. No, what I'm saying as far as uh, so so the family so the guy comes home. He's there for 10 days. He comes home from this trip that he went a three-month or so trip with his fiance, supposed fiance at the time, right? It's her van. They come home with, he comes home with her van, right? Very fishy. Very fishy, right? Mm-hmm. And they live with you. Now, it was her van, but wasn't he, didn't, wasn't it in front of him? And wasn't he the one working on it for weeks? What do you mean in front of him working on for weeks? Like when the van was purchased, I thought I read where one of the neighbors said that they had seen the van outside for multiple days and him out there like working on it, customizing it. Oh, probably, but they lived together. They lived together in her in his parents' house. So See, I didn't know they lived together. Yeah, they lived together. So he came home without her after the trip. After the trip. Pulled in. That they went they went to on together. Exactly. Came home without her. Right. Weird. And yeah. And, you know, came with her phone. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, it was. It, 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 it would have really sparked weird. a conversation like, hey, like, if, okay, so let's let's put it in perspective. You guys are two parents, and I'll ask what you guys would do. You're, you're, you're living. Uh, son-in-law. Son-in-law, we'll say that because yeah. this would be more relatable. Comes home, and the da- your daughter's missing. Hey, bro, where my girl at? Well, I mean, what are you, you going to do? You're going to be like, oh, if he says, oh, well, she will need some time. You left. You know your daughter has mental issues. You know she has abandonment issues. She's had it all her life. But it's different, though, because you're compa- you're asking it from the standpoint of the missing person and us being the parent. Okay. Well, then you be then you be the son. Okay. Then then that be your child. So, your son. The, the kid be your son. You're not. What are you going to do? She comes with Gabby. So I would say I would ask, I'm like, yo, where's Gabby at? What's going on? Oh, well, we got into a fight, and you know what? She pissed me off, and you know what? I left her. She's making her own way back home. Like, what Like, what are you talking about, dude? What do you mean you left her somewhere, okay? Again, I don't know the details. I don't know what he told them. But, but 
but I, for me, I would leave it at that depending on my closeness with their relationship and what's going on. Right now, once the news broke that she was missing and her family's reaching out to me now, it's like, wait a minute, you know, what, like what happened? Like what's going on here? And this is where I, I think it gets interesting okay. right? because we don't know what was said at first. So it does look fishy. I agree with that. Absolutely. But what if it was one of those deals where he was like, look, man, we was out on this trip and she started losing it and she started whomping on me and beating on me. And I'm not dealing with that because I know if I stick around, things are going to go south. So you know what? I left her there. I left her uh, money for a, a ticket to fly back home. She could go to her parents' house. We're on a break right now. I wouldn't be happy with that, but I'd be like, you know what? You could have handled that differently. That really wasn't the way to go about it, but I'd maybe make my peace with like, yo, call on her, check, make sure she's good. You know what I'm saying? Now, once the family comes out and says, like, we haven't heard anything, yeah. what's going on? Then at that point, we need to like circle back. Like, so where did you leave her and exactly what happened? And if he's still saying like, look, I left her at the hotel. Like everything was fine when I left. Like, you know, yeah, we didn't leave under the best circumstances, but you know what? And yeah, I probably could have handled that better, but she was fine and able when I left. Then at that point, because of how things look, you got to get a lawyer involved. And because you have to get a lawyer involved, I'm pretty sure the first thing your lawyer is going to tell you is you don't say a word. Let me handle all communication. It doesn't matter how bad this looks because ultimately all fingers point towards your son. So Mm -hmm. first let's try and find this girl, right? Because let, let's let's actually get a status on where she's at before we make a statement. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's that's what was said. Um, and now that the potential body has been found, right? Because they confirmed that the body has been found. Yeah. Now you're going into like a defense mode. Like, well, where were you? You're covering your bases. Like, again, I 100% agree with you. It is fishy. But I what I can say is I feel like the family's lack of information, that makes sense to me. Because anything that they put out there potentially can, can be, be held against them. Uh-huh. So we've seen this. We've seen this before in other situations, though, where you don't come out and say anything because it can be used against you. Yeah, and also you've got to be more forthcoming. I think as far as to who, you, you, to who? if it's, she's missing, you've got to be cooperative in a sense. Right. No, and, no, and, I'm and, saying and, not. And, and, he's got to be more cooperative. And, and he does have to be more cooperative. But guess what? Because she's missing. If you if if my thing is this, this pretty much paints the it. Law, the, clearly, the law yeah. is not in the, the, the law has not decided uh, him as an official. How do I want to say this? Clearly, Suspect. they don't have enough for the law to go and break down this door and force him to talk, right? Because, and it started with initial just inquiries from the the information I read. And like they said, he wasn't very helpful. The family wasn't very helpful. But at that point, I'm pretty sure it was one of those deals that they've already been in contact with a lawyer that said, you don't say anything. I 100% agree. It does not look good. I would want to believe if that was my child, I'd be like, look, you need to tell these people everything you know but i also understand the concept of like look whatever he may have told them they believe him i guess maybe i don't know and they're like look we're we're gonna we're gonna we're basically gonna practice silence here you know what because that is in our best interest because this does not look good and anything we say potentially puts 
him in a bad situation. So you know what? We're just not going to say anything. and We're going to leave everything to our lawyer. Doesn't make it. I get it. Doesn't it, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't no. look right. No. But is it the smart thing to do? Yes. Morally, you would have to tell him something morally because that's the right thing to, right thing to do as far as how you would want it done to you as far as your kids. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. But there's a reason why they call the lawyer. I mean, because usually you don't call. Usually you say, let's go help find out what's going on. But there's a reason why they call the lawyer. Absolutely. They had to know. Absolutely. Something. They had to know everything. So, yeah. Something. Because to me. They weren't what, there. How no, because to me, he so, had to express either what he expressed it as an accident or something. something. They had to know because. Something was said for them to have to call a lawyer. And was said because, because they bought him as much time as possible because, I mean, it was 20, what's the last time they seen him? 10 days or whatever thing ago. I mean, he's he's been, he brought the van, right? And then he he's no longer, they didn't want to help. And then he's no longer at the house. And then they, they go and they leave, they, they, they go and leave a note and say, hey, don't hurt yourself. We miss you. At, they knew where to find him in the, pres- the preserve. Then they come back two days later and pick up the the, the, the the van or whatever, and then or the car, and then get the police involved. We haven't heard from him. He's literally we don't know how long this like in my, my we don't know how long he's been on the run. Me, I don't think he's in the preserve. Me, I think he's in Mexico because I think the family is so damn smart that they 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 they, that ain't they smart in Mexico. They got extradition there. No, no, no. I'm yeah. saying no. I'm saying, but I'm <laughs> he could be Canada, could be whatever. I'm, my my point is, they got that too. but he's a, but my point is he can still go there and hide somewhere. Because he was just a person of interest. There was no warrant for his arrest. That he had, yeah, he had so many, he can travel, he can go anywhere. Then no one can stop him. Right. Um, now, here's the thing. I feel like you put a lot of responsibility on the family, and I understand why. But we're talking about a guy that has no prior record, right? There's been no one that's come forward talking about. Uh, well, not yet. Not, well, not yet. Well, but, well, the, but, 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 but you know what? When this situation happens, I'm pretty sure the first thing the police did was pull his record to see, okay, does he have anything that would point to some type of, you know, foul play? But then you have, well, you you have the, the incident that happened on the 12th when you pull up the nine the nine um, the nine one one call and you hear about the abuse that took place. So you have an incident. I mean, granted, granted, they who, had who hasn't had an argument con- with that they girl? No, I, no, I got you. But at the end out. of the day. Confirming that she was the aggressor. Absolutely, but you're, in law enforcement, you're trained to to know what the abused does. They take the blame. They take the full of blame, and you can just I don't know, man. He was too charismatic. He was too comfortable. It, it was say, just. Let me just say this: years ago, I was with my ex wife. We was having an argument argument about something. Okay, right? and it got really heated. But it was her grabbing my shirt. Yeah. Right. Her mom called the popo on me. Okay. Right? Yeah. Now, she could have said she could. My wife could have been like. Uh, he was doing this to me. I was doing that, but that's not what happened. She was just grabbing my shirt because she was mad at me because I ain't want to do something for her or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is this: the grandmother called the popo. Popo came. It could. It looked really bad, but it wasn't as bad as it seemed, though. And my point is, because it had a situation, it's not as bad as it always seems. It's not as bad as it seems, but I'm saying you have, as far as. You have an incident that was highly. Uh, it was. It's emotional, right? Yeah, so, yeah, but it was physical. So it could have been motive that okay, he either he put either if it was self defense or whatnot, she put her hands on him, 
what was said, right? You can see the blood marks or whatever, whatever the case may be. That something physical took place on August the 12th, right? Okay. And then you had a witness that said it was a, a different vice versa, that it was him on the recording. At the end of the day, I'm saying he, two people went and they left in a volatile, a volatile state, right? When they okay. left, okay? From, from Utah, Moab. They were messaging. She was messaging her family saying, hey, we're going to, you uh, see me? Where, where were they going? I forgot where they're going. They're, she said they were Yellowstone, I think. That she texted her mom one of the last text messages that she mentioned they were going to go, and um, then all of a sudden no more texts. Last update was from that, but you're talking about two people being at, and they said, "Hey, it's elevating our our patience for one another. We are fighting, bickering all the time and that's because why they separated them. Because no, they separated for a night. No, no, for a night. You had two people that got out the vehicle, both took ownership. One said, "You know what." I suffer with high anxiety. I have OCD. Yeah. You know what? Um, I was getting at him. I was being the aggressor. You got the other guy that comes out the car and says, look, man, we're good here. We don't need to proceed with this. There's no charges or anything that needs to be pressed. And you know what? For that moment, some cops would have been like, all right, you know what? Go ahead. They they separated the, the, the two of them, which I still think was the right call based on what they had there. And ultimately, things went south, but based on the information they had and, you know, the way the the two people reacted to the stop, that made sense to me. Like, it's easy to say, well, you know... Uh, well, there's this discretion. You can have discretion for certain things. You could have taken one of them to jail. That's yeah, a judgment but, call. Yeah, it's, yeah, but it's a judgment call, and you know what? I can't really put that on, on the responding officers because, again, it's a judgment call. I have I know someone that literally went to drop their kids off somewhere. Yeah. Them and their significant other got into an argument. He gets aggressive. Yeah. Gets in her face. She trying to get out of the way because she was trying to leave. Yeah. He was in his way. She pushes him out of the way so she could leave. The cops show up at her house mm-hmm. at like one or two in the morning and arrest her. Oh, wow. Because he called and said that, you know what, she was, she put hands on me. And she's there trying to explain, like, I was trying to leave. He was blocking me. I literally pushed him out of the way so I could get out of the house. Yeah. And they're basically like, well, you know, based on law, whenever we get one of these calls, it doesn't matter. Regardless, we've got to take we've got to take the person in. And because you know what the call was placed by him, we got to take you in. And literally... She spent a night in jail for a situation that all she was trying to do was leave, mm-hmm. and he was the actual aggressor. So what I'm saying is, he's our, a, he's a punk. our yeah. laws haven't quite figured it out, and on some level, you got to have like uh, just just judgment involved. And the truth is, we can say, well, yeah, if they had taken one of them down, things might have worked out differently, maybe. But who was going to bail her out? Him. Right? Nah, the father would have bailed him out. I don't think they had money like that. The father was all the way back here. More than likely, it was going to be him nah, going down there and bailed her out. And the truth is, she, I don't even know if she would have needed um, to, to, to be bailed out. But more than likely, he was going to be the one to pick her up the next day anyway. That, that's, that's, the, that's a fact. Why would the father fly all the way from, what, Florida, I think, out there? No, no, the, father, the father's in New York. Okay, so all the way from New York out there to pick her up when he's right there, more than likely he was going to be there to pick her up anyway. So I get all of this. I, I, it's easy to point fingers like, well, this should have happened here. That should have happened there. I 100% agree. The whole thing looks suspect. 
<laughs> you know, no, it absolutely does. I just think they, I think they had more reason to to push in on nine eleven when she was missing for ten days, and he came. They went on a trip together, and he came home with the van. And I think the authorities had more, you know, to bring him in for question. I don't think he should have ever had the opportunity. Uh, he could have came in with his lawyer, but I think they should they had more um, reason to apprehend him and bring him in for questioning because there's a point where you can. You can have a lawyer, but you can bring him in with his lawyer yeah, for but questioning. You have to, but you have to have And not just have him. Because yeah. he, to me, he's the suspect. Got, he's the last person. You, we got laws, Reggie. I'm about to say, you yeah, can't no, but he's the last person. someone and hold No, 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 I say Because, because laws, you man. know what? He was the last person on the scene. You got to be able to show well, and prove on some level. I got you, but but I'm so going to go ahead and, huh? This, this isn't like on TV, bro. No, it's not going TV, bro. I'm not <laughs> trying to tell you. There is laws, but yo, he's the he's the last person to see. Agreed, he's the suspect. He's, he's not the person he, of interest. He, he's he, a suspect. He's the person. Well, to date, they still view him as. Where, where's the evidence at? Well, let me. But I'm gonna go ahead and play something for you guys because I want you to hear the OG, um, uh, John Walsh on, on on his take on this. John Wall. John Walsh isn't Walsh. <laughs> no, it's not Walsh, right? John. I say John Walsh. Not John Walsh. All right. Uh, Get his take on it and hear what he says because he goes into more details and stuff. And then you guys can 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 come to a conclusion as far as him bringing more facts up with it. So I can play this for you guys. It's an old booty. Haters. Um, Ray, what was that? I'm gonna react. <laughs> retract that. <laughs> I'm gonna retract that. What the heck? I'm gonna have to. That dude was old. Yeah, but you were talking about his butt and stuff, man. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> Jeff, that was weird as hell. He's old. What? Okay. No comment. Yeah, no. That was weird, Ray. We're gonna have to talk about that off here. <laughs> He's basically made his life's passion and work on that. He's the host of Investigation Discoveries in pursuit with John Walsh. In just three seasons, John has helped capture twenty six fugitives and find eight missing children, and about fourteen hundred throughout his career. The question, um, listen. He's not officially a fugitive. He's not officially charged. But John Walsh, do you think you might be able to help catch number 27, Brian Laundrie? Well, that's the reason I'm talking to you, Ashley, and it's a pleasure to talk to you. You used to work for me, one of the best reporters I ever had, and wish you well on your new gig. But uh, I've always said, and I've been saying it for days, this is a homicide. This dirtbag is out there. Um, I don't know how he got out of the house with the FBI and local local cops watching him day and night. And, you know, this semantic BS about person of interest in the old. Facts. I mean, facts. They were watching this guy. Facts. Yeah. How did he get out? Didn't matter if they was watching him. They technically have. But they didn't follow him. But why did they not follow him? Even if they followed him, they had no cause to stop that man from moving. Okay. He can move all he wanted to move. He's going to move with a buddy system with someone following him. I mean, I understand what he's saying. Like if it's if if we're on that level and you're getting national attention on this, you should have someone follow. If the FBI is involved as well. National attention yeah, is, somebody, not, is, is not... Uh, somebody uh, should have uh, told them, though. Yeah, uh, national yeah see, someone should have told them, right? Exactly. Somebody should have told them. Even if, it, even if he's a person interested in yes. anything on him, they still need to have, have someone following that dude. National attention. They trying to build. They guilt. trying to build evidence. They to try to try to get try to get him. He may be guilty, but national attention right. does not does not dictate guilt. All right. I well, can, I can tell you what though. They arrest people for less. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and they follow people for less. I, exactly. You know what I want to so, say, right? I got two so, comments I want to throw out there. But you know what? We we gonna I mean, keep it. All right. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it playing. I'm gonna keep it playing. 
So uh, I want to see if it if it changes, it alters what you guys think. Because Ray just saying, hey, they should have been tailing him. You said, no, let that I, man I, go. No, anywhere. I said they could tail him all they want, but they can't prevent him from. No, no, that's what I'm saying. They should have been following. Right. That's all. Okay. All right. We'll yeah, keep somebody, playing. Somebody should have been tailing. Yeah, him. absolutely. We used to call it the suspect. Now, there's only one suspect. There were no other persons of interest, no other suspects. How did he get out? How did the FBI and the local cops let the main suspect get away? All I had to do is put a deputy sheriff in the front street, a deputy sheriff in the back street. They wouldn't have had to search a swamp. And, and, and what the family is doing, doing, doing to Gabby's family, what, what, Brian, what Brian's family, the dirty laundries, and believe me, they are dirty, when they, they haven't cooperated, this girl used to live in their house. She was engaged to their son. Their son meandered back from a four-month trip and parked a Winnebago, her Winnebago, not his, her, her van, not Winnebago, her van in the driveway for 10 days. So he had 10 days to scrub that. I don't know what the hell the FBI waited so long to get in there, but he had 10 days to clean the house out. He had 10 days to scrub the van. And then finally, the parents went, how could Brian not tell us that she did? he didn't bring her home? How did his parents, how did the dirty laundries not have the guts to tell us? So they filed a missing persons report and then they clam up. He lawyers up, they clam up. And think of the gall of this. Last Friday, their famous uh, Johnny Cochran style uh, lawyer, Bertolino, um, calls the police and says, oh, the Landry's want to help you out now. Um, On Tuesday, Brian went to a swamp that was nearby and we were so worried about him that we went and found the car and put a note in it and said, dear Brian, don't hurt yourself. And then we brought the car back ourselves on Thursday and then we called you on Friday. We didn't help you at all in the beginning, but now Brian's gone. Well, you know what they did? They bought their son four extra days. They bought him. That's crazy. That is crazy. So do you, do you do you see why I believe they're more involved than they than they claim? So or not claim because they're not saying anything, right? So John Walsh is you know he's sounds he's got all kind of credibility. You know what he's done as far as that show he used to have back in the day, America's Most Wanted. Yeah. So I'm I'm surprised that he didn't have any FBI contacts or contacts at all. Why why he didn't make a phone call or something? I mean, I get. You know, mm-hmm. he's making these comments like that and all. But, I mean, I don't think he's being helpful right now. No. That, thank you. Yeah, thank he's, you. He's like, not, he's not this, being helpful. This feels like shock, shock nonsense. Like, uh-huh. the dirty like, laundries and, and, the, and the Cochran style. Like, at the end of the day, is yeah. that helping his family either? No. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that helping well, his family? Just, no, no, no. But he's bringing the facts. He's just bringing facts no. that. No, he's not. He's, where, he's, where's wow. the facts he's, at? He's mimed in with where, his, Where's the facts? Okay. That, but that, he just mentioned what happened. What happened with they. But he, we already knew that. Like, you knew and, about that. You didn't know about him. They're going to the thing, leaving a note, and then contacting, picking up the the car, and then contacting him on Friday well, and say he's missing now. I knew somebody moved the car outside of him because one of the neighbors confirmed that the car was there from I forgot what day it was. So but, I, I knew someone else moved. Well, the car. I'm talking about him but, going to. But the to, question is this though: What's okay, that? If it's if what he is doing is so crazy and wrong, why hasn't the police done anything about it? Okay, well, I'm, it, I'm, gonna, keep, be, I'm gonna keep playing it. Must be something legal though that he. Can, I'm gonna keep playing it. Keep playing it. Then. All right, I just hey. Let my let my boy speak real quick. All right, okay. all right, guys. This is what I'm trying to say. Found the car 
and put a note in it and said, Dear Brian, don't hurt yourself. And then we brought the car back ourselves on Thursday. And then we called you on Friday. We didn't help you at all in the beginning. But now Brian's gone. Well, you know what they did? They bought their son four extra days. They bought him four days to get a head start. So this Wednesday night, I'm going to focus in on Brian. He's going to be the top of the show on In Pursuit. And as you said, Ashley, I know one thing all these years. Lots exactly. of people don't want to call the cops. They don't want to call the FBI. Oh, that's what it's about? Wow. They want to have knocking on his Did he not plug himself? It's all about it's all about He's going to have him feed. He's going to put him on. On pursuit, right? In the pursuit to get he's, him. He's what are you talking al- about? He's already on pursuit. Everybody's looking for oh, him. His show on Wednesday gosh. is going to... You guys it, just asked it, him to help. He's it, helping. I didn't yo, ask him yo to boy. do anything. <laughs> wow. Why don't, we, why don't we get him on this podcast? Right. Let, let me go see, finish the play this. about the dirty laundry. Oh, At the end of the Lord. day, he doesn't I, care about that family. I, I 100% agree. The family was not forthcoming, right? I don't think there is, any, there is a disagreement between the three of us on that. What I am saying is... Okay. There, what we would like to see from a moral standpoint as, a, as, as one set of parents to the next, mm-hmm. they have not practiced that. And they probably haven't practiced that because at this point it's about, you know what, I'm trying to protect it's my a child. It's a legal because issue. we don't know what details he shared with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He could, be, he could very well be, he is the number one suspect and he very well could have done wrong. But you know what, there is the slight chance that maybe he didn't do it maybe he didn't make good decisions but you know what he didn't do it and if he didn't do it look at think about how bad this looks you know what i'm saying I, I well how bad does it look that he flees I, well, well, well it looks, saying. you got to look at it from that perspective looks, as well it looks, it looks, it looks guilty messed up. It, it, it looks guilty right it, it, it looks messed up but you know what does happen by him leaving there he doesn't draw that huge ridiculous crowd that's bound to form in front of the house, that may be happening it's anyway. Happen but, anyway it, yeah. but but you know what? I'm pretty sure it's at yeah. a much lower scale than it would have been if he was there staying. And the other thing is, we are assuming that he's guilty because he was the last one in contact, and his movements are shady, yeah. to say the least. But I can tell you this: I can tell you this. I have been in situations, and I have been with uh, females who can be uh, aggressive. And handsy, and you know what? I have in in past picked up and be like, "Yo, you know what? You are tripping. I'm out." And I've left, and I've I've left them on the scene. I haven't taken the car. I excuse myself. So that's a, that move was a little different. Like yeah. I'm leaving you out here. I'm taking the car. I'm yes. taking everything else. But I have because in those instances, the best thing for me and actually for us it's was to remove myself mm-hmm. from the equation. So we don't know what took place. You know what I'm saying? But I agree. It doesn't look good. I agree. More than likely, we're going to find out. Well, it said homicide. Some, the he, coroner said homicide. Right, but it doesn't mean that he's the one that, that killed her. Who killed her? If he left her out, who knows where? Out in the woods somewhere? I, you, you, you believe he's the only one that has the, 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 the ability to kill? We're all capable of killing. I'm not defending this man. On the 27th, uh, because on the 27th, or, or uh, his car, the last text message that was sent to her... Uh, sent out to her which was oh tell stan he needs help which another youtuber um you know another youtuber or one of these social media people were saying that um it's referenced to stan the song by eminem when it was like oh tell stan he needs help i keep leaving voicemails and no answer da, da, da. that's i think it's one of the lyrics they saying either he put it in there 
referring because they thought it was the grandfather, but they said maybe it's reference to the stance on where he killed the 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 girlfriend and had her in the trunk or something like that. Who sent that text? He sent that text. He sent the text. I mean, because it, it was, it's alleged that he sent the text. He was like, "Oh, tell Stan, um, help Stan because I keep he keeps calling me or I keep calling him, giving voicemails." You do know Stan was in love with Eminem, right? Yeah, Stan was in love with Eminem, but Stan, they were, they were referenced, they were like, oh, that's her grandfather, so why would she call her grandfather Stan? But then another uh, YouTuber says about a crime, has yeah. a crime thing saying, but those are the lyrics in Stan, and Stan had to do with, you know, how he killed his... But I don't understand his... what that text message has to do with anything, though. Well, they were saying that he was texting the mother, and that was not her saying about the grandfather. Saying the grandfather's name is Stan, but she calls the grandfather grand granddad or grandpa. But it was like, hey, can you call? Can you help Stan? He keeps calling me, or I keep calling him, leaving voicemails or something to that nature. The text message. So the text message was sent from her phone, is what you're her saying. Her phone. Okay, because you said he sent it. So was well, like, they're saying that he sent it because she doesn't call the grandfather Stan. Okay. She calls the grandfather grandpa, or whatever the case may be, whatever the the, the terminology is in their household and their family. Uh, so it was w- weird to call him by his first name, but the. This is what, what drew the red flag. So another YouTuber, and this is why I say social media is, is becoming a huge part of, of this discovery is because there's, there's other people that live this van life. And I thought, like you said before, I think the van life is awesome. I've, I thought about those conversion things, turning in, turning a van, and, and, and the coolest things that they, they do with these vans, man, put beds and put TVs in there, refrigerators. You, you've seen those, right? Yeah. The van life that they call it. It's really cool. Even convert the old school buses and stuff. Um, I got a friend that did that. Oh, really? And I think that's one of the awesome things. So they have people that do the YouTubes and, and, and the travel with families. So someone had the GoPro that was just looping, was just recording, didn't know it was off. Oh, yeah. They drove yes. by. Yes. And this is how they pinpointed that he was there in uh-huh. in Pinton, um, the Pinton, um, no, Tinton or Teton. Teton's a pronunciation for it. Uh, at that campsite, whatever, because... Her van was there, and as soon as they're pulling up, you see the van door closing in the back. So that was the day, basically, that he he left her. I mean, that was when, so he was there with her. So he didn't, like, leave her deserted. It was like, whenever the autopsy says, you know, determines how long she's been dead, they can determine how long weeks back, because he was basically at the proximity with the van, because it was on him driving, and... um you know, determined that he was not far from, you know, he, he, he basically location. was location where the he body was because that's where the body was found. Based on that, based on that GoPro that kept going, they, they caught, yeah, him, they caught him in the video. Right. And someone closed in the van. Yep. So Somebody and, who's in the, in the same van life thing. No, it was her. It's, it's her van. They, they identified because they had the stickers and everything. No, yeah. saying, oh, it was someone that was in the YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, doing that, doing yeah. what she does. Uh-huh. Then he had another YouTuber. So this is crazy. On the 29th of August, I believe. Right before he went back for the van, or whatever the case may be, he said he was trucking. He, he, he found another YouTuber or TikToker, and they were like, hey, him and the the, the family or a girlfriend, a boyfriend, were, he asked him for a ride, we hitchhiked. The, we hitchhiked, right? And, oh, John Walsh mentioned too, he mentions, and it made sense. He's like, um, uh, he offers them, they're going to Jackson. He said, hey, you know, I, I'm trying to get a ride to Jackson. Yeah, we're going to, to Jackson too. They call it something different, but he said, I'll give you $200. And I was like, why would you say that? You know, they thought it was ridiculous. $200 because I've been hitchhiking. My girlfriend's back there. She's blogging. She's editing the video. You know, I left her for a couple of days. I've been, you know, I've been staying out in the wilderness, you know, 
camping and they looked at him and, you know he's clean he doesn't like he's been hitchhiking and they mentioned they're going to this part of jackson and john wells says it i can play it for you guys and they mentioned a different name it's called he says stop the car let me out he thought they were going elsewhere but they were going exactly where he wanted to go but he got out and he left and went to go he got hitchhiked with someone else or picked up by someone else but the reason he mentioned two hundred dollars is because it's going to stick out of your mind to build an alibi like now you're going to remember i asked you and i told you i was camping and i left my girlfriend with the car and she was blogging editing so it all makes sense until he has to it doesn't work out for him where he's trying to go without the van and trying to so to me it almost seemed like he was trying to pin her with the van that I left her by herself with the van. You guys saw me until it didn't work out the way you thought it would. And now he had to go back to retrieve the van and drive home with the van. A good lawyer would call that speculation. <laughs> no, I, I get all that. The good lawyer would call it speculation. But my point is social media is playing a huge part in this in, in this, as far as picking the pieces that whatever story he comes up with, it's going to be destroyed. I, I'm I'm so nervous well, about that. Well, about I, people. I mean, I know lawyers. everybody's checked in on like his story's going to be destroyed. It'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. what the autopsy turns up because what if the autopsy turns up that you know what she was dead for only three days and he's been home that long? You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm not defending this guy. I just I am also not at a place where you know what it's trial by by public. And my I public do. opinion, I, I got you. And 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 you I know what? It. As New Yorkers, as as ex New Yorkers, you know we're suspect of everyone. So mm-hmm. I can tell you with certainty, yeah, this story does not make sense, right? This whole thing is super fishy. Yeah, the time frames, him coming home, you know. Him not no being one, forthcoming. No, yeah. yeah, not being forthcoming. No one seeming to 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 look for this girl. Like the whole thing is weird. What yeah. is not weird to me, and, and and I think this is where we disagree, is the family not saying anything. You know that makes sense to me. They're trying to protect their child. You know, right, wrong, or indifferent. You know, we were raised different. If that was us. Our mother's going to the precinct. Yeah, exactly. And be like, yo, come get him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> come get him to talk to you. He's going to talk to you. He's going to help you find that, that child, they that woman's baby. Exactly. He's going to no swamp or exactly. to write exactly. a note and pick up the car. We are not getting that, okay? They are actually going to exactly. go down to OPD and be like, yo, I know where he's at right exactly. now. I know because me. no one just calls a lawyer. Absolutely. You just don't call a lawyer. Well, hey, your girlfriend's missing. You know what? Something had to be said for them to call that lawyer, though. But but I think maybe maybe it wasn't such a big deal. But as more time went by and this girl still wasn't turning up, it was like, yo, this is bad. And you know what? Then it's like, maybe we need to get a lawyer involved. Maybe. I could see that happening because it's like people are asking questions. The police wants us to to provide a statement. They want him to go down. Whatever he says, knowing that it could potentially be used against him, if you have the means to think about it, like we sometimes think of lawyers and it it maybe feels a little out of reach because Mm -hmm. we know it's costly depending on your lifestyle and you know what your your financial profile. A lawyer is just, you know, uh, one of many um, one of of many resources you have available to you okay i don't know these folks i don't know if they're well to do or not um but even if they're not i know that that situation 
looked bad. It looked bad when he yeah. showed up without her. And with each passing day, I'm pretty sure it only looked worse, you know? And so with the, uh, with the police buzzing, the FBI on the scene, people outside of your house, a family calling, requesting information, what is your smart move? If, if, if you're smart, the very first thing you do is like, let me seek legal counsel. Again, there's a difference between what you do to legally protect yourself and what you do as far as like moral obligation, like the, 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 the correct thing to do, you know, morally. But that actually makes sense to me. And yeah, the thing is, too, though, we kind of been through this before. When I say that, that's like uh, with TV, uh, social media, there's been remember crime TV, true TV. There was a station that only had stuff about court stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was pretty popular at one time. I mean, super popular. And so they had all these big cases in the past as far as like uh, missing wives or missing children. Mm-hmm. And people have learned from that from watching those shows. You got to lawyer you up. You do not incriminate yourself. Yes. That's it. You, you cannot. If he's wrong. He's he he's making the right choice because he's trying to protect himself. And if he's not wrong, then he's damn sure making the right choice to try and protect himself. Either way, you know what? You lawyer up. And people just always feel like, you know, tell the truth. Just be honest. And, and, and it'll set you free. Yeah. It can send you to jail. And not only that, but <laughs> keep in mind, we're also seeing a trend now of a lot of people that have been put behind bars and you're finding out after the fact because they didn't have proper representation, you know what they were, they, they, their, their, their words or the information was fabricated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what, because they were dealing with, you know, maybe some public defender, no knock on my public defenders. We love you. But you know what? It was a game changer. I mean, one of our last shows, we covered that. Right. Sean so at, yeah. at, at, at this point, if you have the means, then you know what? You protect yourself. And I agree with you, Reg. I, when all is said and done, will I be surprised if it comes out and they link him to it? Heck no. I'm just saying the family silence, though shady and grimy, it makes sense to me. And your boy over there, I'm not knocking his reputation for tracking down, you know, potential killers and his success rate. I'm just saying I don't like the way he went about it. And it just that in itself also feels very shock jock grimy. Oh, oh tune gosh. in on Wednesday he, where you know what we're gonna make him our in pursuit. Like, yeah, like hey, commercial. Uh, like again, <laughs> wow. you know, he's gotta he's 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 gotta eat too, but like you do I really believe it's about the well-being of the family? It may be, but I really no. feel like first and foremost, it's about him. He's nah. inform- yeah, listen. He's informative, and he's got history, and he knows what he's talking about. But at the same time, well, he's got. He can relate to the family. He's got. He had a son that that, that was kidnapped and killed. I, yes, I, I'm. I'm well Nobody's aware. Knocking that. I, I'm. I'm well aware of that. But that doesn't sound like he's. That sounds self-serving to me. It does. Very self-serving. We don't oh. have to agree. Okay, John. Not only is there dirty laundry, but there's dirty laundry here on the Bro Rant set. But we'll have you on the show to, yeah. you know, to clear this. But thankfully, yeah, right. I'm pretty sure the family's <laughs> thankful to have him. And, and if I was her family, I'd want that dude. You know, I'd, I want someone that's going to ruffle feathers and, you know, call into question pr- uh, the practices and procedures that was implemented. So I get that. But are you going to believe me? Are, are you going to lead me to believe that it is solely about the well-being of the family? Nah. He's not. Wow. I, at least I didn't feel that way. You guys are so tainted. Uh, <laughs> on a better, on a, on a, on a uh, see that, on a better uh, note, uh, let's go leave it on a lighter note. Big Brother. Big Brother. Have you guys, uh, uh, oh, I, I know I've mentioned this to you guys. History has been making on Big Brother, man. I talk about 
it will definitely have a, a a person of color, a black person will be winning Big Brother, which is unreal. I mean, I think it's been seventeen seasons, twenty plus, twenty plus seasons, and it hasn't been won. It just like the horror movies, they've been the first to go. Why are they called the cookout? Oh, they came up with that. Why they pick that? Because black people have cookouts. <laughs> I, I mean, like all, it. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, I gotta tell you, I, yeah. at first, yeah, they should have said Wakanda forever. At first, I was like, huh, but made sense. The 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 more, because the thing is, I'm not a, I, I don't, I'm not really a, a Big Brother neither uh, uh, fan, right? And gotcha. No knock on it. I think the show is cool. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the more I read up on it, and, and I read up on them, and I watched the videos and stuff, I kind of dug it. <laughs> yo, it was, it was really like, cool, but the. Yo, it, the history that they made is not just, okay, a black person is going to definitely win it. It's the fact that they were alliance of six from day one, and no one's ever done from that. From out the gate. From six members of the alliance. They were now? The alliance. They made an alliance from day one. There's never been an alliance in Big Brother that all of them made it. From yeah. day one. Yeah. Day one. And Big Brother changed the rules. So it's not like they were working with the same, uh, uh, you know, um, um, system or, or or how 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 it's normally played. They were like, no, we partner up. You guys are partnered up. You have to pick your teams like in basketball. Here's your captain. Your captain picks t- your teammates, and that's how they did it. They were on separate teams. So what they did was genius. They used their teammates that they were paired with as buffers. So they were they were loyal to the cookout, but they were also loyal were in a working. sense. To, yeah, working with their teams they were with in in. in it the was fact that well yo executed. well executed that people didn't even know what was happening like right. dude it was so ingenious like they didn't pose as a threat because it never was right because it it was to the point where the Asian guy which was really funny they called him um his name was Derek as well um I forgot it was Derek C or something but he was on the he was a great player I liked and Kate and I liked him and did a you lot. watch the show as it was going oh absolutely I was like oh let's watch this and all of a sudden we were like glued to it and we're like oh this is really cool um. He was like, oh, man, are there any more, you know, white guys on the show? Like, because they're at that point, they were being there. They were out. And then it got to the point, I'm like, these people, because they're slowly putting it together. No, not even slowly putting together. It's the fact that they looked and they were like not seeing that, yo, there's a majority now in this house and you don't see what the the, the, the ethnicity is because you don't ever pose it as a threat. You're like, hey, this is never what you don't. And all of a sudden, like, hey. One girl mentioned, I think she's Hispanic. Um, yeah, yeah, she's Hispanic and she has a swimsuit. She's from Florida and she, um, she's oh, she, a swimsuit. She was um, the last one that got 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 up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was um, she the one that was like, "Well, if you go home, I mean, technically, yes, yeah. the, you'll be the last uh, white that's person. A, you're the white <laughs> person person. If you think of me, you're the last white person." And and the lawyer guy, um, Xavier, was like, "Yo, what are you doing, Alyssa? Her name is Alyssa. He's like, "What are you doing? Like, you were going to be in final seven, but now you're trying to put that in her head. She's going to figure out." Dude, it's like you have six black people and you have two white people and you have one Hispanic. But they don't see that because they don't pose as a threat because it's just. But they, no, they're but, threat, no but threat. they had to see something, though. They did not. Probably. I, they, I don't listen, the they show, did not. But when you go to the jury. It, they played it well. Bro, they were like, this is genius. They were like, hold on. They were like, what happened? And they're sitting in a jury. And, of course, they, they, they relieve it when they. um. So they go in the jury house the last, um, I think, the last four or six people to get booted out, go to the jury house. So they get to see, they get to know how the game's being played because they all reveal and talk to each other. Not the ones get sent out earlier, they go home. So they just watch it from TV. So they were like, yo. And they were comparing notes, and they were like, yo, 
I think these two these people are alliance and they still didn't put it together. And they were like, and then the other person comes in from the jury from from being in Buddha and they're like, no, no, this, 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 and they still didn't put it together. And they were like, okay, wait. So they're like, oh, Keelan and 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 Sarah, they're 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 old teammates. So they were like, yeah, but she went home, and then boom, and then they went home. They go, oh shoot, yo, they went up with their partners and they used them as buffers and they went home. Oh shoot, this is ingenious. They're like, I can't even be mad because then they explain why. And one of the reasons was they were like, hey, the pact they made was no matter what, we're not going to vote each other out. They said, I don't care how it gets. We're not going to vote each other out because this is bigger than us. Right. So the beauty of it it was like, yo, even the people that they partnered up with that they sent home, they were like, I can't even get mad at you because in history there's never been a big brother winner that was black. And you guys are doing it for a bigger purpose. So one of the uh, one of the moments I liked, I loved was the, the contestant, um, the player Tiffany. So she had a chance to um, um, break the rule and, and worry about her own game. A lot of them had the time to do that, but she was like had the opportunity to do it. And she was like her partner that she rolled. You know, she there was a girl partner. She was the last um, woman, white woman that was there. And she was telling her she was like she, she had a chance to put her. She she won HOA, which you get to put up who you want to evict. She could have put her, um, you know, whoever up. And she was like, because the plan was, they told me, oh, you got to put your partner up. And she was like, you know, she was trying to send someone else home for her own game. And then she was like, damn, all right, I'm going to have to put her up. And she told her straight up. She was like, listen, I'm going to have to talk to you. She was like, yeah, what's up? What's up? She goes, I'm going to have to put you up. And she goes, why? She goes, I made myself a promise that I was going to come here. I was never going to. And I saw these faces. I was like, I'm not going to put a black person up. And she was like, yo, the girl cried and was like, no, I understand, I understand. She freaked out for a moment. She said, no, I understand. She was like, listen, I, I can't do it. I, 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 that's my promise. Yo, I'm so, there's been so much moments that I'm like, dude, you know, it touches you like, whoa. And just to see what unity, if we can do that in unity. a game, what we can do in society, what we're capable of, of just doing things on that level, putting, um, Putting the bigger picture ahead instead of oneself, what we talked about before. It, 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 anyway, man, I just thought it was the it was the best um, strategic Big Brother I've seen that I've watched. So I mean, one of the it, it, you know what I'm saying, and it was done with integrity. That's if you look at this, you see the backslide. Yo, this Big Brother was done with integrity. Like you can't even be mad. You're like, oh shoot, man. Like I want this person to win. This person to win. You like all these people deserve it because, bro, they played for each other, and it was like can't even make this up. But you know that was. Um, I may tune in the season just to kind of see how it. Just out. watch it, you dude. Yo, watch it. Just go back and watch it. You'd be like, whoa, you, you, you it's unreal. You'd be like, damn, yo, these these people are really sticking to the plan. Like they really, they yo, they can actually take this and whatever. No, they're not. Yo, they're making sure they. Who do you believe is gonna win it now, though? Out of all the. The six left. It's either going to be Xavier, which is the lawyer, or um, Kylan, which um, he's a he's been a beast winning it. Xavier, he's a lawyer. He's is he the ball headed one. Yeah, he's the one that's been sitting back like the mastermind, uh-huh. like been throwing competitions. Yeah, Kylan's been the one winning it, and he's like, "Yo, he's he told Xavier this. He told Xavier, Kylan told Xavier, right? That he was like, look, I want to be in with you because I want to be going up against the best.'" For the final two when they make the decision. I don't want to go with someone that I can beat. I want to go with someone that I can potentially lose to. 
that's the, the integrity of the game that they, I'm saying. They're not saying I want to go against a weak person. No, I want to go against someone that deserves to be sitting at the last two. Amazing, absolutely amazing. So I, I, you know, either one could win. I, I actually kind of hope Kylan wins uh, because he's earned it, man. He's he's literally kept his integrity the whole time. Why do you love Big Brother so much? I don't say I wouldn't say I love Big Brother so much. I but, like it because hold on, you said you don't love it, right? I don't love it. I mean, how many, how many episodes? I mean, how many seasons have you watched? I watched here and there. So I mean, I would say Kate and I probably watched like 12, 14 seasons, maybe. You watched twelve to fourteen seasons. And you don't love it? No, I would say love because this season I I like. I can say I love this season because they made things different. They mixed things up. So it was completely different. They kept the same formula, and I was like, come on, everyone's going to do this. Everyone creates a click Mm -hmm. in the beginning. So this forced them to make the clicks for themselves. Like, they made them, forced them to make a a click and stick to the click because subconsciously, people, even though they created the teams for them, they broke the teams up by week two or three, right, the dominant teams, and people, by habit of, uh, of environment, they stick with who they're with. So they end up sticking with who they're with. It's 12 to 14 seasons. Is that... How many years is that? 14, 12, 14 years. 12 to 14 years. Yes, How many years have you been going to LA Fitness? I don't know, brother. Why? Wasn't that minute, all right? I don't know. I have no clue. How long have I been going to LA Fitness? I, well, it opened up in 2016, so. 16? 2016 it opened? 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. So. Okay. You love it, bro. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm about to dude. say you love you it. Love I'm about it, bro. to say it, but may, maybe you're not going to use the word love, but you're definitely vested. There's no hey, doubt. Well, hey, it's 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 um, and there's no it. knock on that. Like, listen, no difference I like, different dude. There's, there's different things. I, exactly. I can say what I love. I can say what yeah. I like, and I can say I truly like it. I didn't yeah. say I love it because there's things about it I would change. This season, I said I love because they mixed it up and they made it. What kind uh, of forever? <laughs> not even not even kind of forever they just made it interesting and that was just a bonus on top of it you know i i, I like to see um you know i just i think it it showed people that yo black people can be a threat too in a, in a, a um, strategic um mental game that it also has to be physical like you strategically have to like play this game mentally to be have, have social had, game, a social game. Uh, uh. Have they had this many black people on the show before? No. It's always been one person. That's, that's what that's, I was about to difference. say. I think that was that. No, but that's, I understand that's the difference. But my point is they've always been out. They've always been outed. They've been the first to go, the second to go. Right, like in a horror film. One because it was the, it, they were like significantly but outnumbered. Like, significantly outnumbered, but it was, they were not, what were they seen as? Society saw them as what? That played in that house. As insignificant. Because there were only one. Right. No, but you you're missing the point. In a thing in a world where they tell you this is not about color and you're in a big brother house, right? Or even if there was one or two, maybe I, I, you know sometimes there's a girl that's mixed or whatever or, or whatever the case may be. They just shows them how insignificant they are. If we go to a basketball court, if we go to a basketball court and there's eleven people, ten blacks and one white. On the average, the white person calling next. Yeah, but I'm not. No, no. It depends on how whatever they are. But my point is, how did they see him exactly? Like, oh, this is physical and mental, but they saw him as insignificant. So color shouldn't play a part in that, but it was. It just happens but, like that. But That's what so I, mean. I'll, I guess I'll approach it from a different uh. angle. Would the cookout have had the same success had they not had numbers? No. No, I mean, no, no, no. But uh, listen, 
Yes or no? If, no, if, I'll if, tell if, you right now. The cookout's been the cookout with different ethnicities. My point is this: the cookout worked because of loyalty, because they've been alliances that started from one. No, no. My whole point was, I'm not talking about just call. I'm talking about what they've done was history because they've been a day one ride or die alliance that people have done and they've cut each other's. I'm talking about people have cut it. Each other's are different ethnicities. No, no, cut each other. I'm talking about as far as the success of the group period, it's never been done. Right. But what I'm trying to say is the success also speaks to the numbers. I understand what the numbers, what you're saying as far as them getting, but they had opportunities to destroy each other and they didn't. But a lot of people that have been in that predicament has destroyed each other. But that happened because you know what? They identify with each other on a different level and and ultimately because they had that numbers and they had an understanding, you know what? I think that's what carried forth that loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to diminish anything that you're saying. This dude is killing everything I'm saying today. I'm just just speaking at it from... And and here's the thing. Here here is why I say it's it's important, right? It's important to celebrate this because you know what? It spoke to unity. Mm -hmm. It spoke to loyalty and it spoke to integrity. Yeah. And I think that regardless of your, your background, your color, your upbringing... You can appreciate those qualities, right? right and you absolutely. can learn from them. That said, mm-hmm. if if you if they didn't have that grouping, yeah, let's say it was I don't know what the the starting number is, but let let's say it was a a variation a group, and you still had six people come together. You've watched the show enough time. How many times do people come together and pledge a promise to one another, and they end up breaking it when they have that opportunity? In that instance, I feel like the glue was the fact that, you know what, there was like some type of ethnic background, and they understood, like, you know what, this is bigger than us. And I think that is ultimately what led to the success, but you need to have the numbers to be able to pull that off. That's one. And two, to support why I believe that theory to be true You've been watching it for a couple of years. This is season 23? I believe. I'm not sure. And this is going to be the first time in 23 seasons that you've had a person of color potentially win. I think those numbers speak for themselves. Not potentially win, going to win because they have the numbers. That's true. That's going to win. And it took a group effort to make that happen. That's crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the crazy part. Like, what they did was super impressive. But what's even crazier is the fact that it literally took a group effort. Yep, exactly. (laughs) To make it happen. Pretty much, yeah. Well, I hope that uh, this cookout isn't what America sees, what it takes for America to see that black people can be united and loyal. No, I think Mm. it's a good thing to see. No, it's a good thing. But but what I'm saying is I hope that they don't see it due to the fact we had Six people united on Big Brother. Well, I think they're going to see it. You know why? Because, again, like we talked about social media, this is something that a camera sees, documents, and they see the integrity each and every day. So it's not like, oh, well, this happened. No, we well, saw were it happen. People calling out for, like, reverse racism or something like yes, that. Yes, they were. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. There, were, there was comments. I saw it on, I saw it on the internet. I was like. There was comments of potential yes. reverse racism. Yes. This dude said if, this, if there had been six white people. All and the time. they, <laughs> it's all the and time, vote, and, they, and they and they made it a a, a group, and they voted out all the black people. But they have, but it's always like, been that's, one. That's it's been happened. That's been the, the twenty three seasons. It's been the twenty two. Twenty three, yeah, twenty two seasons. Been that. So that's what the case been. It's just been one or two. But 
<laughs> Every time. Pick a season and pull it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely, brother. So that's what no, it's been. Has any Asians won? I, I think the issue no. is the collaboration. So no Asians have won? No. What about uh, people of... Uh, Hispanics? Yeah. I don't believe so. I don't know. I mean, don't hold me to it, but I don't believe so. I think I think the issue is really not is the collaboration effort, which, you know, leaves people feeling some kind of way. But isn't that kind of part of the game? And, and you know, I guess for anyone that says, well, if this had been reversed, how would people feel? Well, I mean, it's it's been it's, it's been, the, that's that's been the case the whole time. You know, the collaboration effort looks a little different, but yeah. the vast majority of the people involved in the decision making definitely don't look like them. You know, yep. <laughs> exactly. look like us. Exactly. So it's essentially the same thing. So. I mean, it's, folks, it's a game. You I mean, know? no, it is on the show total. I don't know. Maybe 16. I think I believe 16. Has there ever been six Asians? No. What about six Hispanics? I don't know. There have been several Hispanics, maybe like three or something. I mean, there's been numbers. and I mean, that's normal. Okay. What are you doing, P.I.? I'm, I'm just trying. trying to get stats. I know. Week. You got to you know, listen. Wait, you do wait, your wait. hard research. and, and, but, but and I, I'll tell you what, though. His questions make sense because now you have to wonder if Big Brother's going to revisit the format a little well, bit. Well, they can right? and they should. I think it should be equaled out. I think it should be like that because, hey, you know what? You 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 are going to 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 um, you know um, not nest up, but you're going to go to people that you look like similar to you or has the same background or culture as you. So it, it's 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 definite. So like when they say reverse race, it's not that. It's it's you know just like a, a frat guy goes to someone that he that plays golf or, or you know that he can relate to. It's just. It's it has to be that was environment. Hum, human no, tendencies. I'm saying it's environment. Why racist. is it you know human what human tendencies? <laughs> hey, exactly. This dude. Why the jack out of no? I'm just saying. No, I said that golf. <laughs> you said that. I was like, hey, yeah, I'm just saying. Golf, right? Right, right, like, well, I can say the brother played basketball. You know, just uh, things like that. that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm saying that, but. <laughs> Uh, whatever, man. Leaving <laughs> on that good note that you guys ruined my good note. Matter of fact, Jeff. No, no, no. Real talk. I think it's an, it's a huge accomplishment, and I don't watch the show, but it's enough to potentially get me to watch the show. So that's a plus, right? You should have left off. Should have left off with that. Um, started with that. Uh, you wanted to mention something about what craze, uh, Ray? Oh my goodness! Before, before we the, sign off here, uh-huh. the it, it's kind of well, it's, it's not happening right now. Well, there, there is happening right now, but. There was something called the milk crate challenge where people would basically have these milk crates that we used to use back in the day for to hold milks and uh basketball. If you're in New York it was the basketball basketball, yeah. basketball hoop. Bicycle rims too. Uh but anyway, uh What? Bicycle rims? What? <laughs> for hoops? Oh, bro! I thought you meant the crate where you yeah, were riding no, with some crate. I was like, bro! I was like, Flintstone, like, Fred Flintstone yeah. over here. Yo, okay. So, <laughs> so there's this challenge called the uh, milk crate challenge. Back to that, and uh, we will line up milk crates. It goes from one up to I think six six levels, and uh, you will have a contestant and be a person that would try to go across an the idiot. Milk crates. And uh, the way I found it is I follow a guy on Instagram called Filet. Okay. <laughs> Filet, you, know, you ever heard of filet? Nah, man, we've eaten filet. Well, he breaks he he breaks down like usually sports events in his own way. He's from New York. I okay, from New York. I, I want to say, you. but uh, he breaks down sports sporting events in his own way. And then he had the milk crate challenge on there, and uh, the way he breaks it down, it is super hilarious because you have first. I think he had like homeless people back there, like homeless people, and they were like. Trying to walk up this challenge of, of the crates or whatnot, and um, 
the thing about it is that there was no safety harness. There's no like uh, support. It's just people walk up there with like boots on or like uh, uh, they'll they'll walk up there like and trying to like. I do think I the- saw one lady in heels, which was like super impressive. <laughs> Bro, the thing is, it's it's so crazy what? that people do this mm-hmm. and potentially they can break their neck. Yeah, they can hurt themselves pretty bad. Die. For what? For clout? <laughs> for for like, yo, I'm the milk crate king. Yeah, for, 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 for clicks. Yeah. For clicks. Yeah. So what happens when you get the clicks? I'm, hey, you the they, milk they crate actually, king? <laughs> I don't Queen? know, but I love it though. I love oh it. my god! Have gosh. you guys seen it? I've seen. I've seen. I've and I've seen the re- yeah. I've seen the research, and I'm like, and oh. And I cringe because yeah, I'm like, why? Aftermath. Of I think I watched people. it for like 30 minutes straight, just laughing. Oh my gosh! I don't like. Well, you watch it. It's like a thousand ways to die. So you like you watch it. You like let's see. You know what, how you get injured. What's up with this person? So you're literally glued to it. Like okay, who's gonna let's right, see? So much that can go wrong in that instance. Absolutely. Right? Like, they had. They had one time. They had. I had at least about a. 300 people out there watching, filming it. 300 yeah. people just watching this. And this dude went to the top of the, the milk crates. And then he tried to make room so he can run down real fast. But usually when you get to the top step, that next step is the one that gets you every time. Mm-hmm. That's when you flip over and like pretty much hit your face in the crates. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, see. Maybe one day we should do it in your backyard. Nah, we're, we're good. good. We're I'm good. good, brother. I'm good. I'm all the way. I'm good. You you got more chances to get me on the pickleball uh, field uh, court than have me doing some milk crate challenge. Um, pickleball is pretty good, man. Yeah, I know. I heard, yo, it's an old person sport. <laughs> I wasn't even going to address it. I'm like, wow. Oh, He's my really goodness. taking to pickleball? Pickleball oh, is really good, man. Like, you know, and then afterwards we'll play a little shuffleboard. <laughs> like, yeah, a little good. bingo. How about a little bingo? Dude. Oh, man. Oh, Ray, Ray, Ray. Now, so anyway, man, um, I think that's about it. I know you wanted to sign off and say uh, a, a good uh, memoriam for Michael K. Williams, right? I definitely did, man. Like uh, that was crazy. It was a, a drug overdose, right? Drug o- drug overdose. Yeah, he was such an exceptional actor, man. I mean, from I mean, I don't know if you guys seen The Wire. Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, The Wire. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he played that part like Killed no it. other man, Omar, Killed man. And then uh, for him to be a killer, like you said. And also to be a, a gay person. Yeah, on, in the um, what was that country love country road? Well, that was in in the wire as well. He was gay in the water. In the wire, he was gay as well. Oh, he was. Uh huh. Oh shoot. Yeah, he was. And also, he played in Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he was. He was um, Whitey. Yeah, Whitey in, in that. Yeah. And then you, you also know he was a backup dancer back in the day. No, I did not no. know that. That's how he began. That's how he got into the scene. He was backup dancer. Wow. And then he uh, he got into a bar barroom fight. That's why he got slashed. Mm, he got a scar on his face. Yeah. So then he got to stop. Uh, then he got stopped getting picked up for uh, for backroom dancing. And then from that point on, uh, he tried to act, and directors would want him because of his scar. Wow. To play a villain. So Tupac saw him, saw his picture, and said, "I got to have my next movie." Well, his first movie was with Tupac. Wow. Oh, nice. What movie? Above uh, the Rim, maybe? No, nah, it wasn't Above the Rim. It was... Um, Not Poetic Justice. It was before Poetic Justice. Um, I had this remember earlier. Juice? No, it wasn't Juice. Um, well, we'll get back to that. But um, as, as he's looking it up real fast... But he also had a uh, scene. He also had a calling by uh, Martin Scorsese mm-hmm. 
He actually called him in to do and he asked, asked him to do three uh three emotions uh act uh to sit sit down and Will give it. me there we go. Okay. So that was after that was after Party Justice. Was it after? Mm-hmm. That was okay. that was the late movies that Tupac did before he passed, I think the last three. Mm-hmm. And so Martin Scorsese watched him and said he's a great actor. Mm. That's what made him you know, really want to get into acting, like really hardcore. Wow. He 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 definitely had um a sadness to him. You know what I mean? He had sadness in his eyes. He had a, 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 a he can play sad real good and angry. Um well, you know, in the wire he was actually like going to like crack houses getting 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 drunk and uh getting high. And he and he would be passed out and not know, you know, who he was. He'll wake up and he gave his phone as collateral to get drugs. And then his people would be calling him trying to find out where he's at and he can't even answer his phone because have any money and they, and they would have his phone was this for method acting this is for him to, to learn how it is to, to play the role no he was <laughs> he was addicted no he was <laughs> well i didn't know guys no, <laughs> I, no I thought it was a method actor. i didn't no, know man, i didn't know that's clue. what made it funny but it was, I, it was I, genuine I, like you weren't you know, being funny yo because you were like the why he did oh i saw your face and i'm like you no, he, had a, yeah. he, had a, he had a real addiction, man. He, no, I knew he had addiction, had but I didn't know that was the cause of the addiction. You know, like, hey, I, I got to play this crackhead on the wire or something. <laughs> that happens to be, you know, I didn't know that, but no, he was he was really messed up, man. And then like, uh... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, he, he he just had demons, man. So a lot of people do, man. I think we all have wrestled with demons and stuff like that, man. Is how we cope with it. Um, some of us. Hey, it could be in his, uh, an environment. He grew up what in inner city, inner city, probably, or he grew up in New York. In New York, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you know, you have all that right down your, outside your front door, or in your hallways, or in your or you're in your staircase. Jeff Jeff knows it's just how it is. If you're in an apartment complex, man, it's not hard. The the um, coping mecha- mechanisms that they have for addicts or people. You know, are, are accept. You know, they're 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 convenient for 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 that type of person. As far as an addict in, in the inner cities, I don't know about now, but I know back in the days it was because I know a lot of it's been gentrified. That um, gentrification's come in, so it's been more. Um, Bro, what's the last time you you went to Brooklyn? A long time ago. It's been a while. It's been a, last time I went to. New, you, I had right the now. Bro- the Brooklyn you left is not. The Brooklyn, especially that stretch where you know our grandmother used to live, yeah. where the uh, Barclay Station is, yeah. where the Barclay um, Arena is now. Yeah, uh, it's, it's totally it's, different it now. Is Bohemian? It's it's when you go out there, and Soho. You remember what it used to look like, and then you see you you drive down that strip now. It's like, wow, <laughs> really? That's like leave it at this. Wow. Like, well, I mean, some of the buildings and stuff is the same. There's definitely been some upgrades, but. When you just kind of get a pulse for the people and what's going on out there, it just looks very different from, you know, what we grew up seeing. I believe very, very it. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. But that's what I'm saying. I, so back then, yeah, it was easy to get your fix, to get your coping me- mechanism, um, medicine, whether it be alcohol or whether it be drugs. I mean, so I can understand why he, it was easy for him to. But could you imagine now he's doing one of the. Best shows and on cable TV doesn't matter, man. And and at the same time, he's living on this couch of his, I think, his sister. Or oh, really? Yeah, he's not making. I can. I mean, think about because he's spending all his money, right? Think, yeah, and then yeah, 
The next night he's down in in the crack house. Think about some out. of these rappers that you know what, like mm-hmm. their their CDs were starting to blow up, but they were still out there selling weight because you know what, like even though you're doing something, you, you kind of it's like routine. You're conditioned to 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 operate within the. The, the realm of what you know, you that's know true. what I'm saying? So yeah, that's true. It's it's good to see that he was able to turn that around. Like it's crazy because anytime I've seen him in anything, he brings an energy to the yeah. screen. It's good. He was a good no, actor. There's there's no like there's no bypassing his presence. You know, if yeah. he's sharing a screen with someone, his energy, his approach, he owned it in, in every role I've ever seen him, and he just had a very commanding presence. Um, he definitely will be missed. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, man. It's uh, I, it's just one of those people you don't expect. You didn't expect. I mean, I didn't know his history, um, but you just didn't expect because you're like, oh, dude, this dude was just on Love Country and he's in other stuff, and you're like, yeah, I just seen him on TV. And I think that's the thing um, that that affects you the most when you see these people more as as, a, as far as a successful actor, an actor you haven't seen in the limelight for a little bit. It's easier because you're like, okay, out of my, out of sight, out of mind. But someone that you're regularly seeing working. As an right. actor, you're like, yo, he's successful. Whoa. Then it kind of hits you almost like uh, a relative in a sense, but not on that level. But but obviously, because you feel like you've known the person I'm seeing all the time. I'm watching on TV. Um, so, yeah, man. So, hey, um, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. Mm-hmm. Some power, brother. Yeah, definitely. Michael Michael Kenneth Williams. Yeah. And, and the other brother, too. Um, what, A.J. Johnson? Smokey! Yeah. Rest in <laughs> peace as well, man. Um, yeah. um and, and that's it, man. Um, like I said, you guys, uh, this has been a good one. Um first first one back, man. First one back. Um, hope you guys have missed us. I've missed you guys. Oh yeah, you too, guys. Jeff and uh, Ray. <laughs> uh but I was talking to the people. Anyway, uh you guys uh have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Absolutely. We'll see you guys on Monday. And we love you. All right. Raymond loves you. Raymond loves you. Me, I'm just here. that James Brown one more time. Uh. No, no. That's Master P. That was Master P right now. That was. Yo, did it not? Whoa. Uh. Nah, that was next level. Next week, next week. That was him trying to pass a stone. Uh. (laughs) Peace out, guys. I'm going to shoot you.